How often do you say to yourself, I just wish I had more time. There's so much to do, I never have enough time to get it all done. I guess quite frequently. The other thing that I hear frequently from business owners and entrepreneurs is, I'm so busy working in my business, I have no time to work on my business. Either one of those are major problems. Whether you feel like there's just so much to do and you can't get it done, or you're so focused in on the operational stuff that you can't work on the things that can actually move your business forward, those are both two rather large problems, and I see them all the time. I frequently have conversations with business owners and entrepreneurs, and they wrestle with those exact two questions. My guess is you do as well. So how do you get out of them? How can we figure out how to be more productive so that we don't feel overwhelmed all the time, and we also feel like we're actually building a self-operating business that, we're, that can double and grow, and it can work without us having to be there all the time? Well, to do that, I want to give you my five favorite productivity hacks of all time that can help you actually do that. So what are they? Well, before I tell you, I've got to tell you two things. The first thing I need to tell you is that time management is a misnomer. None of us can manage time. You know, the sun and the earth, they really don't care about you and me. They keep rotating at the same amount. So we all have 24 hours a day. You can't get 27 hours a day, which means you can't manage time. It's a misnomer. You can only manage yourself. So if you're feeling like you're not being productive, it's really about the fact that you're not managing you well. The, once you own that responsibility, it completely changes the game when it comes to, quote, time management or productivity. It's not time management. We're really working on self-management. I have to learn how to make better decisions with my time because there are clearly business owners and entrepreneurs who aren't as overwhelmed as I am, and they are building faster-growing businesses, and they're building businesses that are self-operating. So clearly it can be done. It's just I'm not making the same choices that they're making. So own this responsibility. That's key. And then secondly, as I'm going through these five you know, productivity hats, hacks, if you find your brain starting to think, well, I know that, immediately let that fly out. Why? Because it's irrelevant. The only question that matters is... Am I doing that? And if you are doing it, am I doing it consistently? Right? If you get rid of the I know that and you start focusing on execution, you'll actually be better because if you do these five things that I'm going to suggest to you, there's no question you'll be more productive, you'll feel less overwhelmed, and you're actually start being able to build the business that you really want to build. All right? So with that said, let's dig in. Here's my favorite productivity hack of all time is daily review and planning, daily review and planning. Now, you might have heard of the idea before, no problem. The question is, how many times in the last week have you done a daily review? In other words, have you taken and done an AAR, an after action review of your day? What worked, what didn't, what did I learn, what could I have done differently, what will I do differently? Like how many times this week have you done it? Or how many times in the last month have you done it? If you're not answering seven out of seven or you know 30 out of 30, then the reality is you probably aren't using it as well as you ought to be using it. The, the reality for most people is that stasis is true for our humanity. Almost all of us repeat yesterday. It's what we do. You do the same thing day in and day out. So even though you may hope that you'd be more productive, even though you hope that you'd be able to you know, get out of some of the operational stuff, the reality is the habits that you have are keeping you stuck. So how do you get out of that? Well, Every day, if you review your day, you're going to start making some changes. <coughs> For example, if you're saying at the end of the day, you know, I spent 30 minutes on that phone call. It was really a five-minute I wasted 25 minutes on that call. I can't do that again tomorrow. 
or I spent 30 minutes today thinking about this conversation I need to have with my employee and then didn't do anything about it. That's a total waste of my day. Or, you know, I spent an hour on this project and I shouldn't have been doing this. I should have delegated out. Why did I not delegate that out? What What's holding me back? Like you start having that conversation with yourself every single day. Take 15 minutes or so every day to just review the day. There's no question you're going to be more productive because you're going to try to overcome stasis. You're not going to want to repeat the same day. You're not going to want to put the same things in your journal or in wherever you're going to keep these notes every single day. You're not. I mean, it gets annoying to keep writing, I did it again. I did it again. I did it again. I did it again. When am I going to do something about this? Like The probability of you changing greatly increases if you have a daily review. 15 minutes every single day. What worked? What didn't? What did I learn? What could I have done differently? What will I do differently? It can be a game changer. The second part of that, though, is to take another 10 or 15 minutes and plan for tomorrow. Now, you're probably familiar uh, with Stephen Covey's idea of the big rocks. Well, you just need to pick what are the three to five most important things, your MITs, for the next day. And then the key is not just to identify them, but to actually schedule them, like put them in your calendar so that other things don't fill in. So if you take you know 30 minutes every day, whether you do that right before you leave work or you do that in the evening, it's totally up to you, but you take that time every day reviewing and then planning, you're going to absolutely be more productive. There's no question. I don't know anyone who can do that every day and not be more productive. So if you're not doing it every day, do that. It's my number one. It's my favorite thing, and it will absolutely solve a lot of problems. So number one, daily review and planning. Number two, my second favorite hack for being more productive is this. Use a timer. Use a timer. Now, I'm guessing you're pretty familiar with Parkinson's law that you know work expands to fill the time allotted to it. Well, what happens for most of us when we pick a task? Okay, uh, let's see. The second thing I need to do today is X, and you just start doing it. It will always take more time if you don't have a cutoff time. It's just the way things work, right? And most of us are terrible at estimating time. Right, that only took me about 15 minutes. It actually took 27 minutes, right? Oh, that only took a half hour. It took 45 minutes, right? Uh, we're terrible about that. So the way to overcome that is to get a timer. And I like one on my computer. Um, you can use one on your phone, etc. But I like one on my computer. And I use one called Good Timer. And I can just put it up there, whatever the amount of time is. Let's say I've got 30 minutes to do this task. I just put it up there. And there's something about watching those numbers go down, right? Like you got to make sure it's big enough to be on your screen so that you can easily see it no matter what you're doing. Whether you're doing something on your computer or you're doing something down here, doesn't make any difference. You need to have something because with that countdown, it started going from 30 to 24 to 22 to 17 to 13 to 11 to 6 to 2 to a minute to 47 seconds. Like when you see it going down, you say, like, I got to get it done in 30 minutes. You start hustling. It's amazing how productive you can become simply by using a good old timer. It doesn't require a lot. Most of them are either free or cost two or three bucks on some app store. It is absolutely worth it. You'll be more productive if you simply start using a timer. Parkinson's law is real. Overcome it with a timer. That's number two. My third favorite productivity hack is to question everything, question everything. Back in my old church days, uh, our denomination had a statement, where stands it written? And they used it in reference to the Bible. But I think that principle works for everything. Like where stands it written that you as the owner should be doing that task? Where stands it written that it has to be done this day or this week or this month? Where stands it written that, and you just start learning to question every task. 
Because what's going to happen is that you're going to say, hey, you know, at you know the first two years of our business, this was a good thing to do, but at this stage, this is ridiculous. Why am I still doing this thing? Or you know, your employees think you need to do something. You'd be like, why do I need to be doing that? Does it even need to be done? And you're going to find that you know the three D's come up a lot. Like, do I should I delegate this task out? You know, is this something I should defer, or is this something I can delete? And by the way, the fastest way to be productive is to delete. Okay, why do things that really don't need to be done? But people do them all the time. So if you want to become really productive, get good at asking questions. When a task comes into your world, ask the question. Is, does this have to be done? Does it have to be done now? Do I have to be the one who does this, etc.? If you get in the habit of questioning everything, and especially as you're growing, you need to question the things that you're doing at this stage that were made sense down here but don't any longer, you're going to get more productive. No question. That is why I love asking that question. When I'm meeting with clients, I'm constantly asking them questions. Why do you need to do that? And frequently they're going to, you know, they'll go, you know what, you're right. I don't need to. I've, I've been doing this for the last six years. And all of a sudden, they get that off their plate. They just got rid of a bunch of time. Um, so there are things that you're going to think that as the owner, you and only you can be doing. I'm going to tell you, there most of the things that you think only you should be doing, someone else can be doing. <laughs> so just start getting in the habit of questioning everything. It will be a game changer for you. That's productivity ha- ha- hack number three. All right, that brings us to productivity hack number four. And my fourth favorite productivity hack is this, to ask who first, not how first. Who first, not how first. Now, there are some people who will say, ask who, not how. But typically, those people just want to get stuff off their plate. That's not how I think because I'm not a dumper. I don't believe in dumping. I believe in delegating. So if you get a task or come up with an idea and the first thing you start thinking about is, oh, that's kind of interesting. I ought to learn about that. right? Then I ought to, you know, maybe I ought to get a course or maybe I need to read a book on this or I need to talk to somebody about this. I've got to figure out how to do this thing. And then somewhere down the road, you start thinking about, well, you know what? Actually, I probably don't need to do this. Well, you've done all that work up until that point, and now you're getting ready to delegate it. I want to save you a lot of time. If you start asking the who question first, now the how question is important, but asking the who question first, you're going to immediately realize you can decrease a lot of the how work. Because what's going to happen is, okay, now in order for me to delegate this task out, I need to be clear on what my expectations are. And I might have some ideas about how this thing should be done, but I don't need to spend a lot of time doing that. So what you're going to find out is instead of spending a lot of time on how and then maybe delegating out, you're going to realize I don't need to be doing this. Sally should be doing this. If Sally needs to be doing this and I need to delegate this out well, what does she need for me to give her in order for her to be successful in that thing? And then you're going to give her the delegation, that not a dumping of that task. So who first, then how? Who first, then how? Uh, now, if you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't have employees to do that or all my employees are too busy, that's fine. Outsource it. Like that works really well. I mean, why should you, being, you know, be doing a task that you could pay somebody $10, $15, $20, $30 an hour for when you should be focused on tasks that are worth $100, $200, $500, an hour, right? Like, so don't do low level tasks. You need to be focused on big things. So always ask the who question first. And then you're going to ask the how. How much do they need to know in order for me to effectively delegate this task out? So that's productivity hack number four. If you do that, it could be a real game changer because, again, you're going to get more and more stuff off your plate. And that leads us to number five. My fifth and favorite uh, productivity hack is this. Refuse to do to let other people interrupt you. Refuse to let other people interrupt you. The reality of most people's experience that I talk with is they're always complaining my people interrupt me all the time. 
Like all day long, they keep interrupting. This person comes in, they have this question, they've got this question, they're sending me texts, they're, uh, you know, they're sending me emails. Like all day long, I get inundated. Everyone's interrupting me all the time. So my conclusion to that and my recommendation is stop it. <laughs> Don't let them interrupt you all the time. You take back control. You'd set the rules. You know, um, dealing with employees is not the same thing as parenting, but there are an awful lot of parallels here, right? Like if you're a parent and you have children and you let the children interrupt you, you let the children set the rules, you're not really the parent, are you? Uh, your job as the parent is to actually set the rules and then they learn how to work based on your rules. Well, the same thing happens in the workplace. You can either let everyone interrupt you all the time or you can set up the rules and say, hey, this is how you inter interject, when this is how you communicate with me. So for example, like if you tried to call me on my cell phone, I'm not picking up. You know, 90, probably 95 to 99% of the time a phone call comes in, I never pick up. All the clients, everybody who knows me knows, you set up an appointment with Bruce. Like you just don't call. If you just randomly call, I'm not picking up. Um, I, you know, my, you're my wife, I get a pick, I pick up for her. But <laughs> that's why I gave you less than 100%. But in general, I'm not gonna pick up, right? Because I've got work that I've already scheduled to do. I'm not gonna be interrupted by that. Now, you know, if you're a good client, you know, you've got my calendar link, you can go and, you know, put your meeting up on a calendar, but you know what? You can't get a date, uh, a time slot for today. You can't, you can get one for tomorrow or, the, or some other day, but you can't interrupt because I already have today planned out, right? I set the rules. I'm not going to let you interrupt me. Um, the same thing can happen with email. Like you can put, make your own rules. You can say, hey, I only deal with inter, uh, and respond to email between 11, 11 30 and between 5 and 5 30 p.m. Like that's it. You set the rules and you let people know how they interact with you rather than letting them be the one who does it all the time. Now, if you're in an office kind of complex and you know your people are around and they just kind of walk by your door and say, hey, you got a minute, uh, you might want to go read Chet Holmes' book and The Ultimate Sales Machine. And in there, when he talks about time management, he talks about how he, he was frustrated when people kept saying, got a minute. So what he ended up doing is he ended up making little pads of paper that said, got a minute. And he'd tell his employees, listen, when you have one of those questions, write it down on the pad. And then each day he had a certain slot of time available for people to come and ask questions. And you could go to his door and you could sign time for that. But you just couldn't walk in and interrupt him. right? Like You have to set the rules. If you want to be more productive, you can't allow everybody to interrupt you, whether it's by text or email or Slack channel or whatever it be. You have to take back control. You determine because you're the owner. You're the leader of your company. And once you set the rules, everyone else will learn how to work with them. So don't let them control you. You control it and you'll have better control over your time. So that, that's productivity hack number five. So there you go. Five productivity hacks that if you did them on a consistent basis, there's absolutely no question, you would be more productive and you would feel less overwhelmed. So remember, do the daily review. Don't think about it. Actually, like do it and then plan tomorrow today put your three to five MITs in your calendar. That way, at the end of the day, you get the three to five most important things done. If you're doing your review and you didn't get them done, you're gonna make sure that you're gonna start getting them done in the future. Number two, make sure you always use a timer so that you overcome Parkinson's law. Three, question everything. There are a lot of things you're probably doing you shouldn't even be doing. Number four, ask, how first, ask who first, not how first, so that you can make sure you're not doing too much studying ahead of time. You're actually thinking about how can I get this to the right person and then give them what they need to succeed. 
And then finally, refuse to let anyone interrupt you. You set the rules and let them adjust to you. You do those five things, no question, you'll be more productive and uh, you will be as overwhelmed as you have in the past. So I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, if you have and you haven't subscribed to uh, whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to a podcast or some other place, make sure you hit the subscribe button because my commitment to you week in and week out is to provide you with actionable ideas and insights that can help you grow and scale a, a self-operating business that can double every 12 to 36 months. So until our next time, to your Accelerate Success, Bruce out.